have had several times over the last few months. Fire and smoke, unable to breathe, paralyzing fear. What was the meaning of the dream, and why did she have it so often? Abby remembered reading an article in The Budget some time ago about a young Amish boy in Indiana who'd been trapped in his father's burning barn. She'd been filled with compassion for the child's parents and wondered what terrible pain the boy must have endured in the blazing inferno. Could that newspaper article have stuck in her brain and caused the recurring nightmares? Or was there something more to it, something buried deep in her mind? And what about those pathetic cries of a kitten she'd heard in her dream? Had there been a cat in the barn with the boy that day? She didn't remember all the details of the article, and had long since thrown that issue of the budget away. Abby reached into the mailbox and retrieved a stack of letters— These negative thoughts aren't good for me. Lester Mast and I have finally set a date for our wedding. The sun is shining. Spring is in the air. And my business is doing better than ever. There's so much to be thankful for. Anything good in the mail? Lena asked when Abby re-entered the shop a few minutes later. Abby smiled at her sister-in-law and held up the stack of envelopes. Looks like a note from Mom. She placed all of the mail but her mother's letter on the desk and reached underneath to grab her metal lunchbox. It's a beautiful day, and I think I'll go out to the picnic table so I can read Mom's letter and eat lunch. Can you handle things on your own for a while? Lena nodded and repositioned a blonde tendril that had slipped from under her small white head covering. Yeah, sure. I've already eaten my lunch. She made a sweeping gesture with one hand. As you can see, we're not so busy at the moment. Abby nodded and hurried out the back door. She placed the lunchbox on the picnic table, seated herself on one of the wooden benches, and tore open the envelope. She was pleased to discover that Mom had enclosed a white handkerchief with the initials A.M. embroidered in one corner. I'll bet this is for my hope chest. Either that or Mom thinks I've come down with a cold. Laying the hanky aside, Abby read the letter. Dear Abby, the enclosed handkerchief is a gift from Mary Ann for your hope chest. She said she was glad you're engaged to a man with the same last initial as yours. That way, if you decide not to marry him, you could still use the hanky. Abby chuckled. Leave it to Marianne to say something like that. Never know what my youngest stepsister might come up with. She diverted her attention back to the letter. Things are going well here. Naomi's doing fine with her second pregnancy, and I think she and Caleb are hoping for a boy this time around. Samuel and Marianne are growing like weeds. And Nancy, who turned fifteen last month, is talking about courting and such. Of course, her dad would never allow it. Not until she's sixteen. Matthew, Norman, and Jake continue to help their dad on the farm. And my dear husband has never seemed so content. I have some news of my own, which I hope will bring you as much joy as it has me. Abraham and I are expecting a baby. Her mother having a bopley. Abby's eyes flooded with tears, causing the words on the page to blur. Could this be true? After all these years, was Mom, at age 47, really going to have another baby? Using the new hanky to dab her eyes, she read on. Since Lena is helping you at the quilt shop, I thought you might want to share the news with her and your brother. Other than a queasy stomach, I'm feeling pretty good. As you can imagine, Abraham is thrilled about this. Who would have thought after being barren for so many years the Lord would bless me with another child? I know you're busy planning your wedding, but I'm hoping you can be here when the baby is born. Since that will happen in late October, 
and your wedding is not until the end of November, it shouldn't interfere with your big day. With Lena there to help in the quilt shop, maybe you can come a week or so before the baby is born, and then stay a week or two after. I'm sure I'll be able to handle things on my own by then. Looking forward to hearing from you soon. With love, Mom. Abby thought about the day her mom had left Ohio for Pennsylvania, that he'd begun as a weekend trip to visit her cousin Edna, but then Mom ended up staying to help Abraham Fisher at his store, since his oldest daughter had run away from home soon after his son was kidnapped. It didn't take long for Mom and Abraham to fall in love, and soon they were married. Now, after four years of marriage, they were expecting a baby. Such a miracle it was. Yoo-hoo! Abby, are you done with your lunch yet? Lena called from the back door of the quilt shop. A busload of tourists just showed up.